You're right. Thinking what we're going to say. <laughs> Maybe just make that the start, just like yeah. Uh, silence. Uh, <laughs> You've been all right today. Uh, you get enough sleep? Not a lot. No. No, that's why. Not a <laughs> Do you lot. You need of sleep. some coffee. Yeah. Right. Getting started. Get my brain working. Not a lot of sleep last <laughs> <No>. night. <laughs> okay. Today, you guys, listen to our podcast. Yeah, listen to podcast. Don't have children. <laughs> right. Going on with today, I hope you enjoyed our last one. Going over flexibility versus mobility. Really interesting topic to get you guys understanding that it's just as equal to your training. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and have a listen to that one. We're following off with this one today. We're going over hydration, which has a massive role in your flexibility and mobility yeah, stuff yeah. as well and everything and everything else that we've led into these all sort of like rolling together so go ahead Ben take it away mate Start so off. yeah today is it's not the most sexy topic like hydration but in terms of athletic performance in terms of mental like health and acuity and in terms of yeah as Tristan touched on improving flexibility flexibility and mobility hydration is going to be a, a key factor okay um yeah we kind of we're in a place where i think now like like it's always been known it's like drink your water here and there but kind of most people tend to do it when they're thirsty which is always a bit too late um but you've always had i guess if you've ever played sports it's like you're on a field, you've always got like energy drinks and stuff. And, and the reason they're so key uh, is to basically get your hydration back into your body. As you do exercise, as you work out, you do sweat. Yeah, we all know it. You get like, especially after CrossFit class, you're a sweaty mess in, in the summer. Um, and yeah, this is basically, you need to replace these, the waters, the electrolytes through sodium, through little bits of sugar um, to help control blood pressure and to help to regulate your body temperature. Yeah, okay, so. so that's why you have like a, a nice like Lucas Aids um, yeah. during during sports. Um, but we'll kind of go into sodium and the key key point of actually having sodium in your body for hydration a little bit later. Um, but hydration within itself, look, we're like. We're like, you've, everyone's heard we're like 80% water. I think the stats are uh, your body is 95%, uh, your brain is 95% water, your blood is 82% water, and your lungs are almost 90%. So it's the most crucial element or compound or um, nutrient that makes up the human body. Yeah. It's key, right? You should you there's you will probably always feel a difference when you're dehydrated. I know I do, like especially in well, skin. Well, the the, the 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 good part of this is is knowing if you're dehydrated. That's yeah. probably most people are, and they don't realise that they are. That's so constant. That, that's just, the thing. It's not a point where you're dehydrated. You think you're going to be lying on the floor and you need to call an ambulance. Like most people can walk around in a dehydrated state. We, oh, yeah. You can, you know, it can really play its toll it can make you just feel sluggish it can make you feel achy it can make you feel a lot of other things you'd be looking in other areas yeah. thinking oh what, what's wrong with me why is this but it could come down to just that plain and simple you're just not hydrating enough so I think one good thing is how much water should one person drink in yeah. a day how would you measure that this is yeah so great question they're like it's very like 
in a, in a in a generalized viewpoint, I know there's loads of mixtures of um, views on how much you should drink. I think the one that we kind of go off is it's it's an American conversion, so it's one and a half ounces per body weight in pounds. So um, I'll give you a reference. I'm 95 kilos, and this is a 36, 32 ounce bottle, so basically a liter. I drink about four to five of these a day. And that's just on average. And yeah. then when you're exercising, I said, you, you start to, more. yeah, you express, you sweat to try and keep your, your, exome, your body temperature down. So you need to roughly be drinking like for every hour of exercise, half to 750 milliliters um, of water, yeah. dependent on the weather conditions, how much you do sweat. Some people sweat a lot more than others. Um, because their body temperature is, has a lot more fluctuation, yeah, some people less. Surprisingly, we find most people more dehydrated in the winter yeah. than the summer. The summer's not a problem. It's hot. You're always looking for that cool yeah, I, drink. That cold drink is nicer. But in the winter, you can go without drinking because obviously it's cold and you don't feel like and yeah, you yeah. need to have a drink. And that's when we see probably a little bit more on the rise of dehydrated people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you get kind of that winter blues and that's potentially... Part of it as well in the winter because your your body is spending so much energy to keep the body temperature up you and you need fluid to help with that blood supply yep you actually start expressing more fluid and using a lot more energy so but then obviously your mouth is a little bit like you don't want to drink because it's cool air mm. it's not you don't have that thirst to do it so yeah as you said winter you see like people express more so they piss more um and they use to they use more enough water. They just don't drink enough either. Just, yeah, we all do it. It's it's an easy habit to fall into. Exactly why we're doing this to make you guys a bit more aware of it and think. Oh, actually, yeah. How much water did I drink yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you can get hydrated through foods as well. That's you know, mm. but mainly you can't beat just you can't just a glass of water here and there. Not like flooding it down. And again, you've got to be careful with your consumption. Like a lot of people think, oh, I need to get my three liters in a day, so they're like down one liter. But literally straight away, it's, it's like a tap. It starts to go out. So it's not about how much you can get in one hit. It's about how much you can break it out over the over the day. I know there's even apps now that remind you, hey, have a, have a drink like of water. You get like the little water bottles with marks on it. There, yeah. there's, there's loads of neat, neat little tricks and tips you can do to, to get in like your water. Um, but trying to do it yeah, over a long day, especially when it comes to the night, if you're like, shit, I've, I've only drunk a litre, I need to drink another two. Yeah, you drink another two litres, what are you going to do? You're going to be in the up every hour. You're not going to sleep. Yeah, so Go back to our sleep podcast. It, yeah, you're gonna... it really is a point of being good with your fluids, getting it mo getting your hydration in through the day, and then you can slowly start to wind off the the, the drinking at night because you've, you've, you've got your, your daily, daily amount in, so you're pretty much hydrated for the next day, so you don't need to be drinking all the way up to bedtime, yeah, because it will affect... If you get up and go to the toilet, obviously that's breaking your sleep. So it's definitely something to get out of, which goes back to the sleep. Yeah, yeah it's definitely a balance with that. But you touched perfectly on like summer, we tend to drink more. Mm -hmm. And seeing as like this podcast coming out and summer's, well, hopefully in the fucking UK, summer's well, I don't coming. think we're getting much of it. <laughs> but it, eventually it will. Like, So if you f in UK, if you feel like staying hydrated, just go outside and open your mouth because the weather's <laughs> fucking shit. And it's just raining every day. So. Yeah, fucking true, eh? <laughs> But it's, um, yeah, some, with summer coming up, is definitely a point of like, yeah, how to, how to create optimal hydration throughout the, the summer months. Like, 
I'm not going to say don't drink cold water because cold water in a hot day is unbelievable. But just to give you a basic understanding, when you put in fluids into your body, the body needs to warm the fluids up, depending on how cold the fluid is. But predominantly, if you're drinking cold water, it needs to warm the water up to body temperature to be able to create the absorption that it requires. Okay, so in summer, the first thing you go to is a cold beverage. Hmm. Yeah, it tastes amazing. However, you like drink loads of cold water and you're like, wait, I'm not getting... I'm like, I'm not, I'm yeah, not feeling your body's better. Trying, your body's now trying to regulate that water in the stomach and warm it up. Yeah, and so you're spending a lot more energy, you're not absorbing it as quickly. So like with, with summer and all months, like room temperature water is what's going to hydrate you the most. I'm not saying drink that 24 seven, because if you like cold water, but just understand that when it comes to, if you really need to get hydration in and you're in a gym and you've just done like, a really long sweaty workout and you're like yeah I'm feeling that, that horrible feet. warm bottle that's been in the yeah, yeah, yeah. will hydrate you quicker <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's the bad thing about it it's like that tastes like terrible but it actually hydrates you quicker so just something to think about as we hopefully get into warmer months and you start like sweating a lot more and requiring a lot more hydration yeah um, yeah just to kind of we'll loop back onto that stuff but to talk about the actual benefit of hydration um, throughout the body, as we've touched on quite a bit already, it's like b- body temperature regulation. Yeah, so it, like you want to have a night, and this is through blood pressure, this is through the transportation of blood around the body to manage the internal, external body temperature. Just like your car. Exactly. Just like your car. Just like your car. It works perfectly the so, same. So, you know, we all know that once your car is running low on water, it starts to overheat and not run very well, you top it up. Um, obviously, you don't have to top it up every day, but we need to be topped up every day. Look at your, your body. It's like, it's like a very similar to a car with the roles of fluids and, and nutrition and stuff like that. Water is your key. Like um, I know if you was to be stranded on a desert island, which I'm sure many of us won't, but I know that one thing is... You, I, can't remember how you can go without food for quite a long time you can go without i think it's three months without food three days days without water water. three minutes without oxygen yeah so you know that's how important water really is when you look at it a a drastic case like that which i'm hoping none of you have to go through no no but that you know look at it like that you need that fluid in every day it's really really important and especially Mm. if you're in a high activity when you are sweating a little bit more than the average person and stuff like we know in CrossFit you we get into sweaty messes heavily quite a lot and then I'm sure most of I remember like when I was doing my MMA training and wrestling and stuff like that I'm sure many if you've had that sweaty mess you felt that sweat go in your eyes and it's almost like stinging that's your salt Salt. that's your sodium pouring out man that's 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 it or if you've ever been I don't know one of them people where you've licked your own salt and gone "Mm, that's very very (laughs) salty that's the important role of, of sodium and, and sodium is an electrolyte that helps keep again keeps everything regulated well, it's a key yes yeah, a key mineral within the within the body um it helps nerves it, if like if you have correct levels of sodium and for athletic performance like if you've ever had cramp like you know how bad cramp is and that basically is te- potentially down to a lot of the bipart down to not having enough sodium in the yeah. body because you need that to create the like muscle contractions. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and as I said, that's why I go back to the 
the sports performance or when you're a kid and your your mum or dad brought a little like energy drink to to a football game and half time you'd be drinking it it's basically just salt and water with a little bit of sugar like you can make it in your own home with water concentrated orange juice and a little bit of salt and that, that's basically well, your own energy drink i i still do this to this day one way i set my day up for hydration and for for my stomach is um first thing in the morning when i get up I've obviously gone downstairs i have a bottle of water taking your bowel movement yep yes that comes a little <laughs> bit later caffeine does that one okay yeah <laughs> nah but uh it's got a bottle of water i have a bottle of water out on the surface that's room temperature so don't mm. keep it in the fridge so i have a glass of that which is room temperature half a squeeze lemon mm. and i'd say a little teaspoon, a half a teaspoon a nice of strong pinch. pink Himalayan, Himalayan salt. And that's a great way of just getting your first dose. Because you've got to remember, you've been as, now if you've had your good sleep, you've got your seven, eight hours. Seven, that's eight, like seven, you. eight hours without any hydration. So you may wake up and now you need to start the hydration process. That's a great way of starting it. It's really, really good. Um, and I do that every morning. Yeah, it, that, that, that helps to, uh, as you said, you've had like a seven to eight hour hiatus. And it like basically it's like the it's like I use the car analogy because humans are basically machines. We're we're cars, right? That is you and think about when in winter you go out and you have to warm your car. That is you've just done that every morning. You have water, salt, and lemon. You've basically just started your your metabolic system. You've basically just started your digestive process rolling. You're getting it fired up, and then when it comes to eating, you're going to digest better. And this goes back to the nutri nutrition podcast you've yep. done. You're going to absorb better, so on and so forth. So they've all got, they all tie into each other in like a nice cyclical manner. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like perfect thing. Glass of water, little bit lemon, nice pinch of like Himalayan salt. It's actually quite nice. So it's, you know what? It's a nice drink I'm to start used, off I'm with. used to it. It's, it's very easy to drink and it's a great way of starting that hydration process in the morning. You get, you get going, you know, yeah. better than that than hitting a coffee straight away. Yeah, you know, yeah, so it's like get get that in, and it start you know it starts your day off right, and then you can continue the hydration process through that with you know, like say carrying a flask around with you with your water, so you can see your, your how much you're going through a day. Well, when I'm training, I normally fill this up a couple of times, and yeah, yeah. and then we could talk about other things down the line, essential amino acid drinks which have normally got electrolytes in it, which are very good. So I like them because one, they taste good. Uh, you're getting your essential amino acids and you're getting your electrolytes in prior to training, while training and after training. Yeah. It's a drink that you can drink throughout the day. But we'll touch on that once we get into our supplement series further down the line, where we'll be doing podcasts on specific supplements, breaking them down, the theories behind them and how good they are. Oh, how good they're not. <coughs> CBD not. oil. <laughs> God, yeah. Sorry, I thought I'd get that in there. Fire that in. Yeah, of course. No, yeah, and on, on that point is, um, there, there is, like, like we touched on with the food, if you've listened to it, there is what's called bioavailability, just a long, like, confusing word. Basically, you're going to get the most bang for your buck out of water. Yeah. As I said, the body has to warm it up, then it can absorb it. If you have something like orange juice coke or anything there, there is and coffee there is water content in there i'm not yeah, not discrediting and like, and like food food as well so you, like watermelon stuff like that there are lots of food some vegetables that you are going to be able to get water through as yeah, well yeah. but it's, sometimes it's still just not enough 
Yeah. So you're going to get the most bang for your buck out of just, you know, water. plain water. Water. Yeah, say plain, it doesn't sound that exciting. Plain and simple. So. Um, yeah, just, and on that, like, as well as away from the performance side, like we spoke about sleep, like, hydration is huge in terms of sleep quality. Like, it, as we said, like, massive thing about sleep is body regulation, like, body temperature regulation throughout the night. You need to be able to adjust your body temperature into a, like, internally colder to help initiate sleep and keep it that that way throughout the night to be able to stay asleep. It's why you probably like when you're ill, you or in your, like a, like you've gone to on holiday to a different country, you wake up with that in like hot sweats in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. Your body's not just been, not being able to regulate your temperature well enough. Yeah, and that's where you wake up. You never wake up like freezing cold because you want to be in a more cold state. And then what um, did it, and if you do phone a doctor, what do they normally tell you? Go get some uh, Dialolite. Yeah. Because it's full of salts and electrolytes. Basically, just, yeah, salts you and know, electrolytes. You, you normally see that, especially if you've got, like, a, a sick a, a sick bug. You're normally mm. dehydrating straight away with all the vom- vomiting you're doing. And uh, you then can start to experience maybe some stomach cramps or muscle cramps around. And that's because all your, everything's coming out. So you getting got- a Dialolite helps put that back in. Yeah, it's even sodium, good for some sports, you know, you can... If you've really, really put out, and I know some runners will do it and stuff like that with big long marathons and have a dive light along the way. Yeah, again, that's the important part of that sodium and the water. So it's like a lot of people go, oh, I don't have any salt. And you should have a bit of salt on your food. Doesn't need to be a massive amount. Pink salt is good. It's got a lot more uh, nutrients, minerals and nutrients than your normal, normal salt. But, you know, a little bit here is it's fine for you. It keeps that balance of electrolytes in there with, with your hydration. Yeah, I think that's that's another kind of old school myth that has been starting to change over the years is that whole, yeah, you eat too much salt, it's going to like clog your arteries and it's going to have a detrimental effect. Salt is huge in water. As we know, water is what we're basically made out of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in, a, in, a, in a simple term. It. we're like 95 percent, 90 percent water mm-hmm. so uh yeah like making sure you're getting enough to affect sleep quality your mood your your athletic performance um yeah we'll, we'll just be massively key um there is obviously a couple of ways that you can tell if you're dehydrated obviously a lot of it's feeling like if you start to get like notice enough I know skin. Your body, your your skin is the biggest organ on your body. It's biggest organ on your body, and that is a perfect teller of basically if you sweat, if you're all sweaty, you know you've expressed water. Yeah. But then also, if it's, your skin gets really dry, yeah, you know you're dehydrated. You're dehydrated, and you you or and your lack of some some vitamins and stuff. But the biggest one I think most people would be easily to check. Well, it's for men, part for women. We you can look at it as it happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so if you're standing up or sitting down, you've got to take every opportunity to sit down, dude. Yeah. Is, is, your, your, is your urine? Yeah. So for men, we can see it as it happens. Ladies, you're going to have to stand up and have a look down the toilet. Um, but <laughs> yeah, your colour of your urine is a, is a prime example of how hydrated you are. So the clearer it is, the more hydrated you are. And the darker it gets, the more, you know, basically dehydrated you are so if it, you, you're peeing like coke yeah you'd probably go to the hospital yeah like i'd probably ASAP. say that's a really really bad looking color and that's you need to go and get some medical advice i'd say like straight away yeah i think that's 
I think like, that's, yeah, that's if, like if the extreme like, case of it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're normally pissed. if it's like really darky yellow and strong smelling as well. Yeah. Then you know you're pretty dehydrated. Or you've had asparagus. Yeah. Or you've had asparagus. But yeah, if it, if it is like black and like coke, then there's I believe it's something to do with kidneys. Um, but yeah, just go see someone straight away. Like nine nine nine. Straight away. Um, <laughs> no, there, there is like levels and we'll give you kind of, hopefully don't ruin a certain couple of drinks for you. If it is clear on that side, like completely clear, it's probably a point that you're, you've overhydrated a little bit and you'll find that you'll be going to the toilet quite, quite quick, um, quite repetitively. Yeah, and then you find you are peeing out too much goodness. You can basically just that. going straight and, that, and that's yeah that's where we go over consumption of water yeah. drinking way too much water so yeah that's a good thing to bring up actually you're uh, you can again it's another thing with everything you can over everything it. can be is can be healthy to a certain value but as soon as you're doing too much of it even though it's a good thing it can then become un, an unhealthy matter again. yeah i think i remember reading a bit of a sad note like five six years ago in the london marathon the guy unfortunately passed away um, and he was like a fitness expert and basically he he overhydrated he like completely flushed out of his system well, you drown yourself. yeah basically he completely flushed out his sodium levels completely like yeah basically just over consumed because it was a really hot marathon um, and he was basically just drinking at every opportunity and yeah as you said you can over consume which yeah. is yeah which brings you know and Two, two. You can look at it's, if you look at bodybuilders and professional fighters. Yeah, it's one thing they actually do. Yeah, they actually dehydrate themselves to, to cut a, weight. To cut weight. To, well, yeah. for a bodybuilder, it's just to have that grainy look and looking tight. It's cool. For a fighter, Don't it's actually it to work. Skin. Yeah, thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, check it. Look it out. Actually, it's, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, say. Don't, I wouldn't, don't, 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 yeah, don't Google the, that. You'll, you'll get your. You'll get your laptops. <laughs> And computers actually contaminated with viruses if you type that in, so don't do that. But it's it's basically, yeah, very, very thin skin, very, very grainy. And fighters do it, they don't do it to actually look good, even though that is the appearance that will come out of it. They actually do it because they need to cut weight. And with a fighter's mentality is like, say, you've got a welterweight fighter. They're not naturally a welterweight fighter. They're probably walking around more of a middleweight. So in terms of key kgs, how how heavy would a welterweight and a middleweight be? Oh, do you know what? Like, let me just so if I go, I know boxing weights and and um, MMA weights are different. So if I looked at welterweight from when I fought, I had to be I think seventy seven. There you go, welterweight. Seventy seven kilos. Seventy one to seventy seven. Yes, yeah, so, so seventy seven at the top scale. So, but I would be walking around. At that at that time when I was training MMA, I was probably around 86, 87 kilos. Oh, so you had like you're cutting a good like almost you're, ten kilos. You're cutting a good, and that's quite a, 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 a big amount. And it, it, yeah, that came down to a point of really. And again, there's so many different ways around this, and it's not something that I would look at. It's a very short, quick mm. way of doing it. It's not sustainable. No. It's not healthy. And you think, how the hell can they do that? And then they have to go on and do that fight because the process after is the most important part, getting all those electrolytes in. And literally, they can be a lot heavier. I know if you look at uh, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor is a prime example. When you see him doing the live weigh-ins on stage, and they do that, they're just so grainy, so drawn in. You can see the cheekbones coming in. And then by fight night, or the post 
press conference after, they look like a completely different person. It's like, wow, how much? And that, that goes down to water cutting. That goes down to, like, you know, they'd be in saunas, wearing sweatsuits, hot baths, literally pushing and all the salt and water out. And then it's very important that they've got a good team around. That, uh, that I know a lot of fighters, I don't know if it's still legal now, would get on the... IVs. IVs, yeah, IVs, because it's the quickest way to get it all all back yeah, in. And then with bodybuilders, it's just a point of obviously bringing that that that, that, that water retention down with your, your diet. Obviously, diff, different fight, um, different bodybuilders do it different ways, but it's mainly just bringing down. And then they would use. I know when I done my show, it was all about two days before. I would use that process of over drinking, so I'd be drinking ten liters. 10 liters over a day and then the next day you'd bring it down and then the next day it comes down to literally hardly anything and basically what you've done then you've just it's like a diuretic then you've just basically just flushed all the water out got your body into a position and where then i know some bodybuilders will go the extra mile and they'll use a diuretic for that last yeah. bit which is very very dangerous because then you are really putting an immense amount of stress on the heart and the organs yeah yeah so you yeah i think the key thing you said like within that is when they go into a huge weight cut and like bodybuilders, it's not sustainable. It's not Because there, is, there is health implications, right? Massive health. Yeah, your fucking organs are screaming, help. You know, <laughs> you're looking fantastic on the outside, but on the inside, you're pretty much very, very... Very in, in a bad bad way. And yeah. that's why I think, yeah, you're always going to have that little pocket of, unless like, as we spoke about, genetically, you're genetically quite a, a lean individual, but there's always you're always going to potentially hold a little bit. And it's not potentially fat; it could just be water. Yes. Well, we we all know that the different people, uh, you know, hold. So if we look at the different genetic types of people, you know, some people do hold more water than others. You know, if we look at um, women when they have their their monthly cycles, we know they can start to hold a little bit more water weight. Some may not, some may do. So it just shows how everyone can be quite different when it comes down to holding water. Because you, you know, but we all need to do the same thing. We all need to stay hydrated and consume, mm. keep us going. Remember, it's down to that car again. Your car's going to break down if you don't stay hydrated. So it's not a point that oh, this person cannot do it and this person. We all have to do it. But yeah, it comes down to understanding your body. And obviously I've touched with bodybuilding and fighting. The extreme cases of doing it, I don't, you know, it's a professional sport, it's a professional setting. These people know what they're doing. They have people there. And they always have health markers and checkers around to make sure that they are okay on the inside. And only do we rarely see the drastic case of it, it do going wrong. And we do see it, some fighters in some really, I've seen them like literally passing out, weighing in. Yeah, you've definitely seen... Like, and that's a drastic case, and that just shows you how drastic it is and actually shows you how risky it is. Mm. Definitely times you see... When you start playing around with your salts and, and, and dehydration levels. So. Yeah, you see people step into the UFC octagon, like, they're just... And their body might be there, but their mind, just you can tell, oh, they're just glazed because yeah, yeah, they don't have that... They're empty. You start, they're, they're pretty much starved, they're dehydrated... And they don't know what's going on. They're probably not slept. They're probably slept like shit because, as we spoke about, hydration yeah, and it's just... sleep quality and cognitive, um, yeah, awareness. So, yeah, I think that's the key thing. Is like not like when you look at dying and stuff, not measuring yourself to these people that are professionals because yeah, bodybuilding is like such a they they will like if you look at them all year round comparatively to when they're on stage is completely different. And that's 
A, because of dieting, but B, because of the walk-up. Yeah. The massive, massive dehydration state that they're putting themselves into to really suck in the skin to the muscles and to over-exaggerate and, 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 and then you're going to see, and this is the big thing as well, like especially with bodybuilding, you'll see some people just stay lean all year round. And it's like their genetics are like that. So I know you've got the, what's it, the ectomorph... Endomorph, endomorph, mesomorph, as like the three statues. I'll, I'll bring that up so you can see what I'm talking about. If you're watching this on YouTube, I'm, I'm if you're listening, then get out and have a look at the, the, the you. We normally fall into one of these categories. Ectos like tall and slim. Yeah. Endos like more round and plump. And meso is like a. Um, Small hips, wide shoulders. Yeah. It's like your yeah. so, your ideal bodybuilder. Yeah, and, the, and then obviously with the ecto, you're going to see that they stay very lean all year round. So they still got to stay hydrated, but you won't see as much water on the outside. You pulled it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was right. Just that's my yeah. So I think older. I fit in the middle for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more uh, endo. So I, I can hold water really easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, but it just shows the different types. But all three still need to have equally the same amount of water yeah, going yeah. in, but it will look look different. So it's very important, again, constantly keep that consume. And if you and if you do more exercise, consume more. Consume more, yeah. As. If you're sweating more, drink it, get it in straight away. It's simple as that. I think, um, yeah, there, there's a couple of like reasons or ways that... As we said, we touched on there's apps that remind you having a water bowl right next to you, like drinking first thing in the morning. Um, like just a couple of things to take into regard and like hopefully take away from this podcast. It's like if you're thirsty, like I, I used to be a kid that like I'd only drink whenever I got thirsty and I never used to drink much water because I wasn't that thirsty. If you're thirsty, it's probably too late. Just yeah, be mindful that okay, you probably haven't drunk water for quite a while. Yeah, I'm, to start, I'm, I'm really, I am, I've been really bad with it. I do, I just, you know, I can go, I can really go drastic and think, yeah. oh, when was the last time I had a glass of water? And it could be like the like morning, morning, it's like yeah. seven o'clock at night. I'm like, wow, like I can go, but then, yeah, but then you'll feel that the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, and, in sleep quality, as we said, in sleep quality and in performance. Yeah. Um, the other thing, like we touched on, sip. Don't like to start chugging water. The, again, because the more you try and flush through in a, 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 at one point, it's you're just, just going to go to the toilet loads of times. And again, then you can start to flush out all the electrolytes yeah. in the goods. So you can just o overdo it. So it's, it just doesn't give it time to warm it up, yeah. absorb it. Um, and then, yeah, as you said, like room temperature water is, is going to be the most bang for your buck, like over, over anything. If you are dehydrated, but that doesn't discredit just drink stuff throughout the day as long as you're drinking like something that will have a potential water content just understand that water's going to be your your uh yeah the, the peak of the pyramid the best thing to drink yeah um and one thing we didn't touch on just to finish on this note as you you uh you spoke about if you are severely dehydrated you're gonna have trouble bowel, with bowel movements yeah the poop who ain't gonna come out yeah <laughs> <laughs> sound like your kid saying that but it's true it's so absorbing and absorbing all that nutrients yeah, from it and like you're basically just straining it as much as yeah, possible and you, and you know take all the liquid it's out it's funny that you say that like because with, with, with my young young boy like you know i have to constantly get them to drink 
because yeah. he can go through a whole day playing and be and they, yeah, you know the they're not into like. a routine and obviously they don't know it but you like with him I have to constantly go right have a drink have a drink have a drink because yeah. you can see that come out with you know a bit of constipation yeah he gets you know? on the toilet that oh, God, <laughs> it's like you your water but that yeah so that's uh yeah a um an interesting point to kind of finish it on potentially oh no but no it's 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 important it is important and you know I'm not going to go on about hydration forever and ever and ever just but it's, it, highlight it highlight it and the importance of it and obviously the drastic cases of it and they're not so drastic but just keep that water in if you're yeah. definitely looking to perform better which is what all these podcasts are doing is to help you get better performance better you like know, health markers health markers and just you know get through life that bit more healthier this is what it's all about and hydration fits in there exactly with everything else so if you are new to this and you're catching us now go back through the list of some of the other stuff there they all roll into well basically what we're doing these Ooh. all roll in together don't they, they so link. If, if you have got the time and you can go through all these podcasts you're going to find a lot of good points to take out crossovers. to make you better yeah crossovers to help get you better at what you're doing and being healthy. As we said, yeah, just want to help the performance, just want to help you get fitter and yeah, live a live a more more fulfilled life through small like ultimately these are this is not like we're not telling you to like run a marathon every day. It's a small small life implication small, to make. Yeah, just but it makes a drastic it drastic does. change. It does. So like simple things for when we go back to the nutrition one like for me chewing my food. It doesn't sound like much, but it makes a big difference like, like how I feel after because I'm a fast eater so I have a habit I find it really hard to slow yeah. myself down um, and then obviously again going back to the nutrition one separate your water intake from your meal intake yeah, as you said you're going to get water from nutrition but it's that it's that compounding it's just the constant compounding of of a routine that all right it might look you think about it now and you look at a couple of days and it's like oh it doesn't have a big difference think 20 years down the line I think people What's the, the old thing? People um, underestimate what they can do in five and overestimate what they can do in one year. It's mm. like, everyone says five years. Look at 20 years. Look at 40 years. Look at long road. Like, yeah, like this small implication that like, added in, like just building a habit of drinking more fluid day in, day out. Yeah, definitely. You're going to have huge life implications down the road. And then ultimately, like, yeah, you're going to create a change within your inner circle. If people see you're drinking more and you're staying more hydrated, then... Like, you're a product of your environment, so everyone in that environment is gonna make that change. Mm -hmm. It's uh, like, same with nutrition, same with exercise. If people are watching you do it and see you do it day in, day out as a routinely thing, then I'm like, shit, I, I, I want a bit of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, make sure, as I said, one and a half ounce, or half, uh, half your body weight in pounds in ounces. So it's, it's really fucking confusing. It's an American conversion. We'll create the English conversion and we'll put that up. So don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, and then when you sweat more, drink more. Yeah. Simple. Simple as that. And uh, so yeah. we'll, we'll, we, if you want to keep an eye on stuff, we will be using our Instagram account to be throwing up most of these tips and stuff for you to go to and, and have a look at and little snippets of Tris like talking about poo yeah and being, like and being stuck on the toilet constantly <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah that's hydration for today what we've got coming up next Ben uh, we're going to talk about <clears throat> uh, we've got we've got we've had a really interesting guest on um, we've got we're going to talk about aerobic work 
like it's pretty damn boring, right? However, just like the hydration, it is so fucking crucial. Oh yeah, and this this can pull back into previous episodes. Like, how do you use aerobic work for fat burning? You know, how do you use a rap, um, rap? How do you use aerobic work for sustainability? Keeping a base level of fitness while you're going through strength training, while you are trying to now ramp it up into high level yeah. fitness training, it's there throughout everything. And I think and cardiovascular health, keeping what? that ticker and happy. And that's the not the one year, five year. That's the twenty years. That's the twenty years. You know, so we're going to go over that on the next one. And then uh, yeah, into a nice little series of supplementation. We're going to bring in bring in our supplement series. So look out for that. I think the first one we're going to go over is obviously the. Number one supplement I think has been tested more than anything. We've got the most research behind it. It's creatine and we'll go over a health supplement to go with that vitamin D. Yeah. So I know everyone talks about supplements. What supplements do I need? What supplements do I need? We're going to break down some things, but we And that's why And that's why we're bringing it out later because all these other things are important before you go near supplements. Yeah, these are your hierarchy. So you get everything else from the other episodes rolling in and then now you can start to bring in some supplements, which I love. Yes. Anyway, we'll leave that there. Have a good, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and um, on our iTunes, drop us a, a rating, a review. Yeah. It does, does go does a, a, a super long way. Get um, the word out there. Yeah, thank you for listening. Nice one. Thank you. Peace.